listening to the Seven Rivers Student Ministry Podcast, a ministry of Seven Rivers Church in Citrus County, Florida. Here at SRSM, we believe that all students are lovable through a relationship with Jesus. Visit our website at sevenrivers.org backslash students. Yes, we talked about obeying your parents, and we talked about how culture says it's okay to not obey your parents, right? And we're like, no. The Bible says you gotta, you got to obey, all right? It's important to obey your parents. And here, the gospel, the good news is for those who disobey their parents, those who are sinners, the good news is that Christ obeyed his father perfectly. Even when his father said, I want you to go to the cross for the kids in Lakanto, Florida in 2023. I want you to do that for them. And Jesus obeyed perfectly so that those who are disobedient like you and I, we can be saved. But it's from that good news that we should desire to obey our parents. All right? We shouldn't be okay with just disobeying them. We should be like, okay, I get it now. I I want to. I desire to obey my parents. So we're going to talk about another cultural thing tonight. um, And it's the culture of work. Okay? And did you guys know that you actually have a full-time job? All of you guys in this room have a full-time job. God has given you work to do. And there's something that he has for you to do as a middle school student. God has called you to what? Go to school. To be a student. To study. To take tests. Exams. Write papers. That is your full-time job. That is where God has you right now. You go to school from 7.30 to 3.30, kind of. And he's called you to study and to do your homework, to faithfully do that, because that is the work that he has for you as a middle school student. So when you read in the Bible, and you're like, okay, what does God have to say about school? Listen, when when you read in the Bible about work, know that it's also talking about, it's not just talking about just a guy working on a farm or someone working a nine-to-five job, but it's talking about your work, okay? Your work as a student. And so when you read about work in the Bible, know that that's talking about your job, your full-time work. So in our culture, do you guys realize that school, you guys treat, our culture treats school as results-oriented? Do you know what I mean by that? It means that you go to school, and the reason why you go to school is so that, it's supposed to be so that you can learn, but that's not the real reason why you guys go to school. You guys are going to school because you want to Go to a good college, right? Because you want to have a good job, have a good life. You, but what, what is the thing that you need to do in order to have those things? Our culture says that you have to have good grades, right? And you're geared towards results. You want to get good grades because good grades equals a good college, and a good college equals a good job, and a good job equals a good life. And I just want to say something right now. That is a lie. A complete lie. Our culture, that's what they want you to believe about school, 
about your job is that it's about the results. You want a good job, you want a good life, but I want to tell you, you can get the best grades in the world and completely miss the point. You can go to the best college in the world and completely miss the point. You can have the best job in the world, completely miss the point. You can have the best, quote unquote, American life you can have and completely miss the point of work, of what you're supposed to do as a middle school student. And it's gonna shape and change how you do everything. Any job that you do will be shaped and changed just by this simple passage that God gives us in Colossians 3, 23 through 24. Listen, what if I told you that going to school is actually not about getting good grades? What if I told you that it's not about going to a good college and not about having a good job? Those things come from a result of doing well in school. But whether you do well or not, at its core, the first thing that school must always be about, the first thing that your work must always be about, if you want to... Listen, this is, what, this is, the, very, this is the, the linchpin of the talk. It's about glorifying God. This is your full-time job. Let's look at Colossians 3, 23 through 24. I'm going to read to you. Whatever you do, this is Paul. He's writing to the church of Colossae. He says, whatever you do, Paul says, work heartily or work wholeheartedly. Work with passion. Care about what you're doing. As for the Lord and not for men. Knowing that from the Lord, you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. And if you have a pen and paper and you have your own Bible, you can maybe circle the word heartily and put a question mark. Like, what does that look like? What does that mean? You can maybe circle um, the word receive an inheritance, a reward. What is that? You can maybe underline serving the Lord for Christ. What does it look like to serve the Lord and Christ in my school, in my work, and what I do? Um, those are things maybe to focus on. Um, maybe you can write in the margins, Doing work for God versus doing work for men. One is sinful and one is God-glorifying. One is you could do a lot of great things and nice things and good things, but if you're doing for men, it's evil. But if you're doing for God, it's wonderful. So I got three questions I want to ask you guys tonight. Who do we go to school for? In Colossians 3.23, look right there. The answer's there. What is it? It says, as for the Lord. Work heartily, ask for the Lord. Go to school, ask for the Lord. And then look at the end of verse 24. You are serving the Lord Christ. Boom. Are you doing the schoolwork? And this is my question to you. To self-examine. Are you doing it? Yeah, you might not be doing your schoolwork. Are you doing your schoolwork to receive a good grade? Are you? Is that the goal of your schoolwork? Are you doing your schoolwork to make maybe your teachers happy? Is that the goal? Are you doing your schoolwork to make your parents happy? Because you know that if your parents are happy, then you don't have Xbox or PS5 or whatever. Right? You're like, I do school. The reason why I do school is so that I can play video games. Like, that is the purpose. Like, I do good in school because I don't want, I want to do, I'm telling you right now, God has not called you to go to school to do your schoolwork for grades, for your teachers or parents or for your video games or for the, the perks that comes with good grades. He has called you to do your schoolwork for him. All right? I remember when I was in middle school, actually, I was in sixth or seventh grade, I, we would do these memory verse tests. I don't know if any of you guys have ever done these. I was at a private Christian school. We wore uniforms. We'd have to tuck. You guys have to tuck your shirts into your pants? Yeah, do that with a belt. Listen, these were like ugly pants and ugly shirts. At least like you guys kind of like they're kind of cool looking to me. I don't know. You guys have it way better. 
Yeah, you can wear hoodies. I couldn't do that. Um, and we literally, we actually literally had uniforms. They looked like, um, they had like the lines of like, if you were in prison, like you looked like jail. Like it was so funny. I was like, literally this place is a prison. Okay, I'm going to school. So I remember sitting in class. It, I don't even remember the memory verse. It was probably something like do not cheat. And I was, I was, I realized I didn't study for my memory verse test. So I freaked out. I panicked. I pulled out the Bible. Okay. I put it in my lap. And you know what I did? I cheated on a memory verse test. I literally, I cheated with the Bible. I took God's word and I cheated with it. Okay. What, what is that? What's wrong? That's like so messed up. I mean, that's like, that's like the greatest sin ever. And I'm sitting there and I close the Bible. I finished my test. I turn it in. And my friend who's sitting next to me goes, dude, did you just cheat on a Bible verse test? I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, bro. He's like, bro, that's kind of messed up. I was like, I was like, I know, man. I know. Stop making me feel bad. Okay. I feel terrible. All right. Listen, what's the reason? What was the reason why I chose to cheat on that memory verse test? Well, let's, let's, get, let's get a little deeper. It's because I didn't study it, right? I had to cheat because I didn't study it. I didn't, I didn't do, listen, I disobeyed. I didn't do the work that God had asked me to do. God had put me into school to do work, and I had failed to do that. I made other decisions instead of studying. So I didn't study, so I'm in that situation. But then I'm like, okay, I have another choice to make. Am I going to cheat on this and get a good grade? Because that's also what I want. I want to get a good grade. I want to make my teachers happy. And I don't want my parents to be mad at me. So what was, what was, what was the goals? What was the purpose of me? And how was I treating school? How was I being a student? Listen, I did get a good grade on that test. I got an A, all right? I crushed it because I cheated, okay? I got a good grade. My teacher was happy with me. And I made my parents proud. But listen. They didn't know the truth. I sinned against God. I cheated. I'd forgotten that my first and foremost goal of my schoolwork was to glorify God. If this really was my goal, then you know what I should have done? You know what I should have studied more. But even if I had failed to study, I should have failed that test to glorify God. And then when your parents get mad at you that you feel like, I'm trying to glorify God over here, okay? All right, I'm just trying. I'm trying to make him proud, okay? I, I, I realize, like, I could have cheated, Mom, okay? She would have been like, you could have studied, <laughs> you mean? I was like, true. I would have gotten, listen, if I would have failed that test, I would have gotten a bad grade. I would have disappointed my parents and my teachers, but I would have honored and glorified God still. So this is the next question I want to ask you guys. So we, we do our school, we do our work for God. Who are you glorifying with your schoolwork for God? You're glorifying God. That's the goal. That's the purpose. So that might mean that tomorrow, because you didn't study, you might gonna, you might gonna have to fail some things. All right, you might gonna have to you know turn in some blank homework. All right, I'm just saying you might have to tomorrow because you didn't because it's about God. Okay, that's the most important thing. How? So the next question is how should we do our schoolwork then? All right. Who are we doing it for? It's for God. Now, how should we do it? Where, what verse, where do you see how God says how you should do your work? In verse 20, what, three? What, what, what do you see? What does Paul say? Work what? Come on, look in your Bibles. It's right there. Heartily. Work with your whole heart. Work wholeheartedly. Put your wholeness into it. So, like, some of you guys are really gifted and talented, and you just skim through your schoolwork. 
I mean, you're just A plus, okay? Just for doing nothing, because you're so brilliant. I am so jealous of you. You guys can do that. But listen, I would accuse you of something. I would challenge you on something. You are not doing your work wholeheartedly. You are not. You're just trying to get by. You're just trying to, you're not actually putting yourself into your work. You're not honoring the Lord. You're not using your gifts and talents. Some of you guys, though, you guys are just, you know, like hours and hours of studying and you're barely getting, you know, a B minus. You know what I mean? You're barely getting past C. Listen, you, even though you have a worse grade than your buddy, who's just boom, 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 you're honoring the Lord. You're putting in the work. You're being faithful to what he's called you to do. You're putting your whole heart into it. That is wonderful. That's powerful. That's God glorifying. Even though the grade says you got a B minus, your buddy's getting the A plus, they're missing the point. You're honoring God with your work. Listen, God calls us to do our work with everything, not just bits and pieces of it. So do it all and put your whole heart in it for God's glory. So if you're not good at math, but you work with your whole heart and then you still fail, you still have glorified God. You understand? Doesn't that seem odd and weird? Doesn't that seem to flip everything that you've learned what school's about and what culture is? We are so oriented around results. But God's orientation, what he's oriented around is your heart. What he cares about is your heart. Where is your heart? God wants you to work with your heart on things that he's called you to do. Listen, I remember studying for a math test. Math does not come easy for me. I'm actually, I'm a good writer. I can write in English. I can read. But I was not good at math, and I was anxious about it. I wanted to get a good grade, so I started studying as hard as I could. I put everything I had into getting a good grade on that math test. And so I walked into the exam room knowing that I had studied my best. I took the test, and you know what my grade was? A C. But it didn't bother me. Do you know why? I, I was so freed from the burden because I was like, you know what? I did the best I could do. I worked as hard as I could. I emailed my teacher, I asked questions, I put my heart into it, and I glorified God. And I was going to keep working on it for God's glory. I was going to learn from my mistakes, I was going to continue. But I got to see, that's not good, right? How's that glorifying God? It's, it's glorifying because where my heart was, the position and uh, posture of my heart. So my third question, I want you, so we got to work with everything we have towards what God has placed you in. He's placed you in school, so put your whole heart into it. All right, stop just trying to get by, okay? Invest into it. That's where he has you to do your work. The third point is why do we do our schoolwork this way? Why? Why is this? Why do we do it for God and why do we put our heart into it? Why? Why is that so important? Look at the um, last part in uh, verse 24. Do you see verse 24? It says, knowing that from the Lord, you will receive the what? inheritance as your reward. What do you receive when you, make, when you work for God? What do you receive when you work with your whole heart for God's glory? You receive his grace, his reward. You might not receive a good grade, but you get something better, something that is eternal, something that's not just written on a piece of paper and arbitrary, okay, in the grand scheme of things. You receive something even more real than a good grade, a good job, a good college, a good life. You receive God. Listen, your parents and teachers may not understand why you're getting bad grades or maybe why you're getting good grades, but, but you must understand that the result of glorifying God is eternity with Jesus. The reward of your inheritance is eternal, eternal life. 
with Jesus. And that is so much better than good grades. And that's so much better than a good college. And that's so much better than a good job. It's so much better than a good life. The reason why you work for God with all your heart, whether you get good grades or not, is because you've experienced God's grace in your life. You have been saved, not by your works. This is the whole premise of the gospel. That you are rescued and saved, not by anything that you have done or accomplished, but simply by the work of Jesus, because he lived perfectly, right? He lived righteously. And this is what happens when Jesus dies on the cross. He dies for your sins, for your mistakes, for your cheating, for your approach to your work at school, uh, for your disobedience of your parents. He dies for all of that. And then he gives you his goodness and righteousness so that when God looks at you, he doesn't see your sin, but he sees Jesus, his son. But it has nothing to do with what you've done. It has nothing to do with whether you've obeyed your parents or not. It has nothing to do with whether you get good grades or not, whether you've worked hard for God's glory or not. It has everything to do with if you believe in Jesus as your king and as your savior. Listen, if you are rescued from your sin, and you have salvation in Jesus, who cares about grades? Really? Who cares about a good job, good cause? Who really cares? The, the biggest problem that you face in your life is solved. The biggest issue that you face in your life is overcome by Jesus. If you disappoint your parents, or if you disappoint your teachers, or if you can never play Xbox again, because you stopped cheating and you started actually trying to work hard, but you have a relationship with Jesus, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. So serve Jesus. Do your work. Work with all your heart. And do this because he loves you and you love him. I'm going to share one last story with you guys. This is, I was in middle school when this happened. My Spanish teacher, we took a test. Everyone did terrible on the test. So what he did was he said, hey, guys, listen, this is how good I was at cheating. He said, like, I'm so good that I cheat on memory verses, but also listen to this. He said, you guys can take on the test. You guys can do the test, but you have to rewrite everything in Spanish and all this stuff. It was really difficult. So you know what I did? Like, I took the test. I, I took it. I scanned it into my computer. This was a long time ago. This was like, and I used it. Photoshop, Adobe Photoshop. This is when, like, you literally, it is crazy. Like, I had Adobe Photoshop. Like, no one had it. I had it. And I went in, and I actually took my test, and I corrected my answers, or I erased them so that I didn't have to rewrite everything and just, like, change the words. So I, like, I was like, I'm going to work smarter, not harder here. And so then I reprinted out. I fixed all, I erased all the mistakes, put in my thing. But the whole purpose was to rewrite the whole test. You were supposed to rewrite it in Spanish so that you would, it would be extra learning. And I remember turning it in, and I didn't know this about my teacher, but he was also, he was a graphic designer. Um, so he used Photoshop all the time. Like, teaching was his side gig, and his first gig is Photoshop. So he could tell what I had done. And he confronted me and said, you know, I'm a graphic designer, right? I said, yeah. Uh, well, that's cool. That's awesome. I like doing art and stuff. And he was like, you Photoshop this, didn't you? And I looked at him in the eyes and I said, no, I did not. And I walked away. That joker knew I photoshopped it. I walked away. I remember walking to my seat, sitting down and being like, oh my gosh, I just lied to my teacher to his face. And I stood back up. I went back to him and said, 
Mr. Oxberger, you're right. Yeah, what a name, right? Mr. Oxberger, you're right. I used Photoshop. I cheated. He's like, I know you did because I put a little, I do this little thing on all my tests. And it's like a little error, just like I do. And like he pointed it out to me and said, you had the same thing, so I knew you scanned it in. You know what I mean? And I said, I'm sorry that I lied to you. He said, it's okay. I forgive you, but you're going to get a zero. I got a zero for that grade. At the end of the year, we would get all these character awards at my school. Everyone would get one. And he stood up. He said, this award goes to the man with the most integrity in the class. And he said, Michael Puckett, will you come up and receive this award? I had shown no integrity in what I had done. My character was the opposite of integrity and honesty. But what he was trying to show me and tell me in that moment was, listen, man, you may have lied, but you confessed your sins. You did something difficult, and you were honest, and you made it right. Listen, I want to give you three things that you could do, that you could walk away from, and you can actually be, like, this is how you can apply your Christian faith to your schoolwork. One, if you've ever cheated on your homework or a test, maybe it was this week, maybe tell your teachers this week, maybe tell your parents, what do you have to lose? You're not going to lose your faith. You're not going to lose your salvation. You might get a bad grade and you might lose Xbox for a week, but that's it. But if you love Jesus, don't you feel a little bit convicted in your heart that maybe I should, I need to say something to my teacher? Listen, that act, that's the opposite of what, that's, that's the fruit of the Spirit in you. Just like walk up and say, she's saying, Mr. Oxberger, I cheated. I'm sorry. I copied my homework this week. So maybe say that. That's my challenge. The second one is study hard. And the third one, is don't worry. Stop worrying about your grades. If, you're, if you've confessed your sins, if you've gone to your teachers and your parents and you said, listen, I, my grades are a fraud. This is based on some cheating I've done. And if you study hard, if you don't worry about your grades, you don't have to worry about your grades. Don't worry about it, okay? Study hard. Be honest. Don't worry about it, okay? Who cares what your grades are? Do it for the glory of God because Jesus loves you and you love him. All right, let's pray and then you guys can go into small groups.